Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to week two of Little Black Dress Boot Camp. Today's Tuesday, January 27th. 2015, and you are entering behind enemy lines, sabotaged by sugar. I sent out an email last night that had the notes document in there. Um, if you wanted to print that and take notes, I think Christina will also go ahead and post the link to that in case you need it now. Um, but if you aren't getting email from me, please let me know in the chat, or you can you know, tell me before we get off here, just so that I can make sure that our lines are still open that way. Um, I'm going to go ahead and post links today in the chat, but um, we're going to have several links throughout the call. So if you're not able to get to them, that's okay. I'll send them in the follow-up email, and I've already gone ahead and put them in the Facebook group. So they are all out there for us for um, as we go through the talk today. So I'd love to get an update from whoever's on the line listening live or on the computer. So go ahead and type in the chat box or speak freely if you're on the line and let me know how's it going using your journal and do you have questions about it? Um, that would be the first question. And then um, we'll talk a little bit more about your switching over to Whole Foods and how is the detoxes going for you. So, Daddy, you're on the phone. Um, if you're available, you might have us muted on your side. Um, have you looked at your journal? Do you have questions about your journal? Were you able to start your detox yet? Um, um, and unfortunately, that's a negative to all of those negativity. I haven't done any of it yet. Okay. Well, that's okay. This but is I am like... what I'm eating, but I have not had the opportunity to do that. I'm working with some issues with elderly parents. No, I totally understand that. Um, but I'm thrilled that you're here on the call today and you have, like, you can go back and listen to all the calls later. Um, yes. And I know at one point we're going to try and hook up <laughs> so that we can talk in person too. Um, but, yeah, so just, you know, start really making sure you're paying attention to food and how it just kind of affects you. Yes. Um <laughs> that is the great the great first step. And so in the chat, Lisa says journaling's going good. She has she's been noticing how much she eats in just having even her evening snacking. Yeah. I mean that's part of it too, is like you start writing it down and you're like, Oh, I guess I do have this or I guess I do have that. <laughs> Does anybody else have any comments or questions before about last week or where we're going this week. Um, are you feeling better today, Lisa? I have seen a direct correlation how late you eat and how you feel in the morning. Yep, that's great, Lisa. 
I just wanted to check in with you to see if you were feeling any better today. You just started the detox yesterday, so I wanted to see how you were doing today. And if you added in your beef broth. I think my um, there's a big delay today in me getting the chat, but I'll check back with it in a second. Um, this is kind of a good segue. <laughs> I wanted to start with, like, a confession of myself today. Like, I'm not sure you saw my Facebook earlier this week, but I really needed the three-day detox because sugar and caffeine had just found itself creeping back into my life. I didn't even realize how much until our first day without caffeine. And um, I typically always drink decaffeinated coffee. Uh, But for Christmas, my sister had gotten me some regular coffee and it was already ground and I used whole beans. And so I took it to the gym with me and I was making coffee at the gym and I was drinking it. And so I wasn't noticing so much that I was having caffeine more often than I normally would. (laughs) So when we had our first day, by the end of that first day, I had a terrible caffeine headache. So I've been busy and not as conscious as I needed to be, and I guess I've gotten a little lazy in my snack choices too. It started out innocently enough, but, you know, now the scale and my genes are making me aware of its presence. I generally try to live like a 90-10 life, meaning 90% of the time I eat clean, whole foods, and then 10% of the time I indulge a little. And I even let it slide 8 to 80-20, so let's say over Christmas is like 80-20, once in a while, but it seems like I'm trading gluten-free crackers and chips and ice cream or, you know, some dark chocolate way too often. So it's probably gotten up to like 25% of the time versus my regular go-to, like almonds or roasted seaweed, veggies and hummus or fruit. And I had also stopped using my journal and my workouts weren't going quite as how I intended them to. So I think it's kind of funny how that happened. Um, I didn't think that I was in a funk until I really was getting back on track. For me, when my eating is off, it affects everything. So often we think it only affects, you know, us and our body. But eating a bunch of crackers for me has taken a toll on my skin, my waistline, and my attitude. Please know living a healthy life is a constant choice. For me, this is where I know the enemy is lurking about, trying to take me out any way that he can because food is my trigger and that's what he will use to get me off course. But obviously, as you can see, I don't always catch up, catch on as quickly as I would like to the devil's scheme. I don't do this perfectly all the time, but I am back on track. So recognition, repentance, and perseverance will pay off. You just got to stay the course. I promise it's worth it. Just give it some time. I'm happy to report I successfully have kicked sugar up to the curb and my carb fog is lifting. And this morning I was at the gym at 5.30, even in this crazy snow we had here in Kentucky this morning. (laughs) So food really is our best daily medicine, and you can change the course with your next bite. So enough about me. Why do we crave sweets? Are there times when you absolutely crave chocolate, candy, or cake? What is your downfall when it comes to sugar? In the chat, let me know. What was your favorite sweet growing up or your favorite sweet now? And have you noticed any side effects from sugar, headaches, mood swings, etc.? And 
I'm checking the chat. Oh, Lisa says she's feeling much better and has a lot more energy and she's getting her bra. So that's awesome. Christina says, I crave mostly around the monthly thing that comes around. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I have a lot of emotions around that, too. You usually do well when it's not around then. Yeah, I agree. There's like those certain kinds. Lisa says, chocolate and fatty sweets are her biggest cravings. Well, I would say for me that it's ice cream. (laughs) I notice that after I eat sugar, I feel satisfied, but then I want a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. (laughs) Christina says, yes, chocolate and ice cream, yum. And I think that Daddy says ice cream and Reese cups. Oh, yeah, good gravy. Love Reese cups. (laughs) You can't keep them in the house. I don't either. And, um, that's one of the things that is kind of a treat. Like we'll get a little pint of ice cream and my husband and my daughter and I will share it um, because if I buy like a bigger thing of ice cream and I work from home, so I know it's in the freezer, I am constantly, constantly out there with a spoon getting some until it's gone. And Christina says, yeah, she just doesn't buy it. And that's kind of like, you know, where I'm at too. <laughs> it's always kind of like a special treat for us. So, do you have any idea how much sugar you're eating? Get this. We consume 156 pounds. That's how much added sugar Americans consume each year on a per capita basis, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Imagine it. 31 five-pound bags of sugar for each of us. That's not to say that we get most of the sugar in our diets directly from the sugar bowl. Only about 29 pounds of it comes as traditional sugar or sucrose, according to the Sugar Association, a trade group of sugar manufacturers. The rest comes from food. Of course, those foods include things like candy, soda, and junk food, but plenty of sugar is hiding in places where you might not expect. Some types of crackers, yogurt, ketchup, and peanut butter, for instance, are loaded with sugar, often in the form of high fructose corn syrup or HFCS. This product is made from corn stalks through a process that's so secret, even Michael Pollan, who's like this this famous writer and challenges a lot of things about the food industry, couldn't get the information for his book, The Omnivore's Dilemma. According to the USDA, sweetened fruit drinks account for 10% of the total added sugars we consume. Candy and cake come in at 5% each. Ready-to-eat cereal comprises 4% of that total. So, so do each of each of these categories. So do each of these categories. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <coughs> Table sugar and honey, cookies and brownies and syrups, and toppings. The biggest chunk making up 26% of added sugars comes from a variety of prepared foods like ketchup, canned vegetables, and fruit, 
and peanut butter. Another high sugar category, low fat products, because when manufacturers take the fat out, they replace it with sugar to make it palatable. People are often surprised that a low fat product may not be that different in calories than regular products. A good example of this is fat free or low fat salad dressing, which is usually very high in sugar. So what's so bad about all this sugar? After all, sugar can certainly be part of a healthy diet when eaten in moderation and in its natural form. It's really all the extra calories from sugar in our diet that causes health problems like diabetes and obesity. Sugar is in so many things and you would never suspect or know it because sugar disguises itself in many forms. I've created a list for you and I'll post it, but I'm going to read them to you. These are all the different names of sugar. Barley malt, beet sugar, brown sugar, buttered syrup, cane juice crystals, cane sugar, caramel, carob syrup, castor sugar, confectionery sugar, corn syrup, corn syrup solids, date sugar, demira sugar, dextran, dextrose, diastic malt, diatase, ethyl malitol, fructose, fruit juice, fruit juice concentrate, galactose, glucose, glucose solids, golden sugar, golden syrup, grape sugar, high fructose corn syrup, honey, icing sugar, invert sugar, lactose, malt syrup, maltodextrin, maltose, maple syrup, molasses, muscovado sugar, panocha, raw sugar, refiner syrup, rice syrup, sorbitol, sorghum syrup, sucrose, sugar, treacle, turbinado sugar, and yellow sugar. And then you have a whole nother list of artificial sweeteners, which I cannot barely pronounce any of them, but they're acetylfame potassium, alatine, aspartame, aspartame, asphalmine, salt, cyclamate, isomalt, neohesperdin, diohychloricone, NutraSweet, saccharin, Splenda, and sucralose. So, as you can see, that's an insane, um, an insane list. Like, that's how sugar hides. You might be reading the label thinking it's perfectly safe, and it has one of these things, and you're still getting sugar. So, how do you calculate your sugar consumption? You can think of this as one small cube of sugar is equal to four grams, or let's say one teaspoon. So at home or at the grocery store, grab several items, five or so, a box of cereal, a fruit juice, a box of cookies, tomato sauce, or ketchup from your refrigerator or pantry. Find the amount of sugar in grams in this item and divide that number by four. The number you see is the amount of sugar cubes for just one serving of that item. Most often, we consume more than one serving, and those sugar cubes quickly add up. This method will allow you to see exactly how much sugar you or the small mouths that you may be feeding are consuming on a daily basis. Let's look at the amount of sugar in a normal 12-ounce can of orange soda. It has 32 grams of sugar, which calculates to 8 teaspoons or 8 sugar cubes. According to the American Heart Association, women should only consume 100 calories a day from sugar, 
which equates to six teaspoons or six sugar cubes. If you were to drink only one 12-ounce soda, you'd already be over your daily allotment by two sugar cubes. Let's talk a minute about artificial sweeteners. The truth is that artificial sweeteners are chemical. There isn't any such thing as natural about them. A couple of years ago, I thought I was being good and bought some Truvia when it claimed to be from the stevia plant. However, when I looked at the ingredient label, there was no sign of stevia to be found. Your body really doesn't know what to do with these chemicals. They shut down the receptors in your brain that tell you you're full and kick your cravings into high gear. They keep you hungry and never satisfied eating tons of empty nutrition with calories. I feel so bad for diabetics that don't know this information because the snack they are eating isn't doing them or us any favors. Sugar is very is a very addictive substance. In lab tests with rats, it's been proven to be more addictive than cocaine. Seriously, when the rats were given a choice between sugar water and intravenous cocaine, they picked sugar water the majority of the time. Mark Hyman refers to sugar as a recreational drug. Some of you may be experiencing some withdrawal symptoms from sugar right now. Some signs to be aware of as you cut out sugar from your diet are feeling tired, weary, or even fluish. You may have even have a low-grade headache. If you are struggling with sugar addiction, many of us are, here's a, there's a link that um, we're going to post that will... Um, it, that you guys will have, and it's called 10 Steps for Dealing with Sugar Addiction. And I'm just going to read them to you real quick. Reduce or eliminate caffeine, drink water, eat sweet vegetables and fruit, use gentle sweet, you know, avoiding artificial sweeteners and chemicals, get physically active, so move your body, get more sleep, rest, and relaxation, evaluate the amount of animal food you eat, and eliminate fat-free or low-fat packaged snacks, experiment more with spices, and slow down and find sweetness in non-food ways. So you guys, that handout will be available for you um, in the Facebook group, and the link is posted, or Christina will post the link for us. She did. Yep, there it is. And I see that Lisa said, when you when I eat sugar, I have a hard time controlling what I eat. Yeah, it just kind of sends me off the deep end, too. So more and more I have to, I've learned to have to avoid it. <laughs> so what do you guys think of all that information about sugar? Are you surprised? Let me know in the chat. Or, I mean, Dottie, you're free to talk to if you want to. <clears throat> so no comments on the sugar, huh? All right. Well, we'll see if you guys post something in a minute. So there's some things that you can do. You can naturally combat your sweet tooth and cravings. 
sweet vegetables soothe the internal organs of the body and energize the mind. And because many of these vegetables are root vegetables, they're energetically grounding, which helps the spaciness you might feel after eating other types of sweet foods. Adding in sweet vegetables helps to crowd out less healthy foods in your diet. These foods are also great and perfect, like fall, winter foods that you can eat when in season. So almost everyone craves sweets. Rather than depending on processed sugar to satisfy cravings, add naturally sweet foods to your diet daily to satisfy your sweet tooth. So, for example, and there'll be another um, handout on this, too. Oh, and Lisa says she had been thinking that the natural sugars were better for you than the processed sugars, but you see that you've been thinking wrong. And, Lisa, that's not necessarily true. Natural sweeteners um, are much better for you than processed ones, so like maple syrup and honey and things like that. But sugar is still sugar. So when you're seeing it on labels and you're trying to calculate how much sugar or extra sugar you're adding in, like this is not the sugar in your, you know, fruits and vegetables that you're eating. It's more, um, you know, the added stuff in the processed food that, that you're having um, that you're just kind of keeping a check on. And when possible, you want to trade up for from a processed type of sugar to something more natural. So with honey and with maple syrup, the reason that I go to those much more often or I use dates is because there's still trace minerals and so there's nutrients, there's vitamins and nutrients in those products versus the processed sugars don't have any. So um, you're not really off the mark, so don't think that. But it's just when we talk about it, sugar is sugar, so we have to list them. So some examples of sweet vegetables would be corn, carrots, onions, beets, winter squash, sweet potatoes, and yams. Um, They're very sweet when cooked. Then you have semi-sweet vegetables, like turnips, parsnips, and rutabagas, which are not as common, right? You kind of have to seek those ones out. And they're subtly sweet. And then you have red radish, daikon, green cabbage, and burdock root. They don't taste sweet, but they have a similar effect in the way that they maintain your blood sugar levels. So that will reduce your sweet cravings and break, and it helps to break down the animal foods in your body. And so a simple way to cook these vegetables is to follow the recipe um, called sweet sensation. It has a few ingredients, and it's real easy to do. So you can use one, two, three, four, or five of the sweet vegetables that I just mentioned. And you guys will have um, access to this handout also. Chop the really hard ones like the carrots and the beets and the smaller pieces. And the, sm- the softer ones like the onions and cabbage can leave in big chunks. And then you use a medium-sized pot. You barely cover the vegetables. And um, you just really steam them. And, you know, feel free to add salt, spice, seaweed, or, you know, tofu or beans so that you can have extra protein. Another really um, interesting fact is that when you cook vegetables or steam vegetables, they um, 
the liquid that's left has a lot of the nutrients of the vegetable that you just cooked. So what you could do is either drink that water like a broth or save it for when you're making some brown rice or quinoa or oatmeal for the next day and use that water because then you'll get all the nutrients that were in the vegetables that you steamed in that water and you'll, you know, you'll be able to benefit from those. Um, you kind of just cook those vegetables to your, you know, your crunchiness. I don't like my vegetables mushy, so I tend to eat mine a little bit more crunchy. Um, but, you know, you can stir fry, steam, or roast and be creative and have fun with it. So you guys will get that. And um, I see there's some more questions. Lisa says, okay, that's not quite as overwhelming. Do sugar alcohols affect you the same as artificial sweeteners? They can, Lisa. That's one of those things where you want to kind of listen to your body, okay? So you'll have to kind of see how they affect you. Um, But it's, it's still there... You know, they're a bit more processed. So, and Christina asks about stevia, and stevia is a pretty good choice. It is processed because stevia is actually a plant. I've grown it in my garden before, um, and we've taken the leaves to make, like, tea and put in the leaf in with the tea when it seeps. And it is, um, it's pretty potent. Um, but stevia is processed, but it's, doesn't have any effect on your blood sugar and it has like minimal calories so I do know people use stevia so that you know that's fine and Dottie canned or frozen veggies acceptable I would always always go frozen Um, frozen vegetables are amazing you can save a lot of money eating frozen um, because of the fact that they're flash frozen, so they come out of the, you know, where they're grown, and they're frozen right away. So it's just as good as having them fresh, pretty much. Um, so we use a lot of frozen vegetables, especially in the winter time. I tend to stay away from canned. You can have canned, but I would recommend, like, if you're having canned corn or canned green beans, rinse them off. Um, don't put all the liquid with whatever you're going to heat up. Um, because there's just so much sodium and stuff when they're canned. But frozen is just the vegetable itself. So I am way more pro-frozen fruits and vegetables. All right. So there's five easy ways that you can reduce your sugar consumption. The first one is to cook at home, um, to make homemade snacks, and um, continue to read your food labels. So ingredients on the food label are listed in the order of volume. So anything with sugar, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, glycose, or in general, anything that you see in the label that ends in O-S-E, O-S, um, if it's near the top or the beginning of the list, it means that it's likely to be high in sugar. Replace your white table sugar with natural sweeteners. Um, and 
I'll actually have to get that list of natural sweeteners for you um, because I don't have it printed out in front of me right now. Hmm, sorry about that. And um, when you do choose a product with added sugar, just watch your portion size. <clears throat> Avoid processed foods as much as you can, especially sodas and other sweetened beverages because so many calories lurk in those drinks, especially like Starbucks frappes and lattes with, you know, creme brulee. Like they're, they used to have like this latte that was like creme brulee or gingerbread latte or eggnog lattes. That's one of my downfalls. But it's just loaded with sugar. It's not so much, I don't, I'm not so bad about the eggnog having the fat that it had, but it had so much sugar that I would get a headache 10 minutes after drinking it, but I still loved the taste of them. <laughs> And so, okay, so you're saying is Domino Light a good substitute? I am not familiar with Domino Light. Um, So I'm not really sure what's in there, Dottie. I can check on it. Um, But more than likely, it's probably regular sugar with an artificial sugar associated with it. Ah, it's sugar and stevia. Huh, I'm going to have to check it out. I've not seen it. Um, I don't spend a whole lot of time in the sugar area anymore. And if I do, I buy organic cane sugar. Um, Depending on what I need, I have some coconut sugar. But I will definitely make a note of this. I'm going to put it on the sticky right now, and I will look into it for you. I know. It's probably a good, um, you know, stepping stone. But I will look for it and take a peek. I love learning something. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Christina says, what would you suggest to put in kids' Kool-Aid besides white table sugar? Um, That I'm not... 100% 100% sure about. Um, we might need to experiment a little bit with that. Christina, have you ever tried making it with stevia? I mean, there's, um, I can get you the chart of like compares like the amounts like for one cup of sugar you'd use one teaspoon of stevia or something or two teaspoons of stevia. I think stevia might be okay. Um there's probably other things in that Kool-Aid that um we might want to just look at the label and see what else is in Kool-Aid because I don't even know <laughs> what else in there. Um I think, yeah, I think the stevia would be great, especially if they didn't complain. It would be much better for regulating their blood sugar than the cup of sugar that it asks for. All right. What other questions do you guys have about sugar? Anything?
All right. So these are your action steps. Go to your pantry and read your product labels. And what I want you to do in our group, our private Facebook group, um, I want you to pick out five items that you were completely surprised had sugar in them. Okay? So whatever it is in your pantry that you are thinking you'd be home free, um, go ahead and tell us all in the group um, what was what were the items that surprised you that had sugar in them. And then try eliminating all white sugar this week and artificial sweeteners and try trading them for natural sweeteners like maple syrup or honey. And I promise I will send out, um, I'll get that link after the call and I'll get that loaded to the Facebook group and I'll send it in with the um, follow-up email with the recording. Um, Number three, continue eating foods off the healthy habit food list. So once you come off, because I know there's a couple people who are a day behind in the detox. So once you come off the detox, just don't go back to eating how you did two weeks ago. Like really be thinking about um, your food list and have a protein, a vegetable, and a fat for each of your meals and add in your whole grains and fruits. Um, I know it's cold out, but exercise, even if it's walking around your house for 10 minutes, please move your body. Um, Sit in a chair and kick your legs out or just lay on the floor and get some stretching um, to just try and move your body, okay? So go ahead in the chat and tell me what resonated most with you from this session um, or you can unmute your line and chat freely, Miss Dottie. And you can also ask any other questions you might have. I think I just never realized where, you know, to watch my sugar that much. So this is definitely going to make me aware and to watch labels and, you know, start eating the right things, the right types of sugars, like you said, in the vegetables or fruits, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'll notice a difference. And if you like dates, dates are so naturally sweet. And a lot of times, a lot of different recipes you can kind of use the food processor and they make more of like a paste and then you can use it for baking and different things. So um, I tend to, you know, cook with dates a lot. They have a lot of no-bake, more granola-type bars or kind of like a Lara bar that you would get. But I I love dates. Like I keep them on the counter. I don't have any right now because I'm doing this detox and I tend to want, I gravitate toward them when I have them in the house. <laughs> So um, I just try to plan accordingly when they have them, but you might try dates if you really need a sugar fix. Um, And I'm a real picky eater, mm -hmm. so there's very few fruits that I eat or vegetables, so that makes it a little bit difficult, but I'm trying to open my mind. I understand. I'll keep praying for you and cheering you on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 
All right. Lisa or Christina, do you have anything else for any other questions for today? Or Dottie for any anything else? All right. Yeah, that so many foods contain sugar. It's crazy, isn't it? That's what Lisa said. Like, she can't believe so many foods contain sugar. I can't wait for you guys to start looking at your food labels and telling us what you come across. <laughs> All right, so let's just recap your action steps one more time. So you're going to go to your pantry and read your product labels and then post on our private Facebook page the five items that you were completely surprised had some form of sugar in them. Then you're going to try to eliminate white sugar and artificial sweeteners this week, having a healthier option. Um, Continue eating foods on your Healthy Habits food list with having a protein, a vegetable, and a fat for each of your meals and add in your whole grains and fruit as you like and exercise even if it's 10 minutes um, of walking. Just please move your body, okay? So that is this week's session. And um, feel free to email me or send me a note in the Facebook group. I love that you guys are participating in there. And um, we will... We'll go from there, and I will see you next week. Okay? Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.